Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's podcast, I'm joined by a very, very special guest, a freshman from the Minnesota Duluth women's hockey team, Hannah Baskin, joins the show today. Hannah previously played for the Minnetonka Skippers, where she had 40 career points, and she will obviously be attending Minnesota Duluth uh, uh, this upcoming season. So, Hannah, welcome to the podcast, and how's everything going? Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm doing pretty well. well. That's good to hear. And now for college hockey fans that haven't seen you play before, just describe your game to them. And what do you hope to bring to Duluth uh, for this upcoming season? I've been described as a stay at home D, but I'd say I'm pretty consistent. I also like to join the rush. You know, I used to be a forward, so I like to make those plays and, you know, get up there with the forwards. Now, is there any defensemen you try to model your game after, whether they're in women's hockey or in the NHL? Uh, one of my favorite defensemen to watch is probably Lee Steckline. She's a really good role model to watch. And obviously, she played for the Gophers. Is that someone you got to see play in person a couple of times, obviously being from Minnesota? Yeah, definitely. When I was uh, younger, we would make our or we would make trips to to watch those games. So, yeah. That's awesome to hear. Now, just talk a little bit about your recruiting process. What was that like, and what made you want to go to Minnesota Duluth? Yeah, my recruiting process is pretty normal. Uh, Duluth reached out to me at the end of my sophomore season, and I just jumped on that opportunity, you know, to play under a coaching staff of former D1 uh, women's hockey players. You know, it's a super cool place to be, and a program with that winning tradition in the WCHA it was just an amazing opportunity. So, yeah. Now, have you gotten the chance to meet any of the your, I guess, current teammates now uh, with Duluth, uh, any of the seniors, juniors, or have you really not gotten the chance to know them just yet? Yeah, I know Jenna Lowry and Brenna and, and Gabby pretty well because obviously they're from Minnesota. So I've played with them the past three or four summers. So I know them pretty well. And then I also know uh, Naomi Rogi. She was my camp counselor when I went to the UMD camp, like my sophomore summer. So, yeah. That's going to be awesome for you, knowing that you're now going to be teammates with her uh, for this upcoming season. Has she reached out to you at all? And have you guys like reminisced about that camp? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and she used to play lacrosse in high school too. She was unreal. <laughs> and then, uh, so we've talked about that as well, too, since I played. That's awesome. And do you learn anything playing lacrosse, I guess? Does that, like, help your hockey development at all? Because it's kind of similar with the hand-eye coordination. But obviously, I feel like you might get just as much uh, con uh, conditioning in lacrosse just uh, like in hockey. Yeah, definitely. It's really good cross-training. Um, you know, you're sprinting to the ball, and you're making plays just like in hockey. So, yeah, for sure. Now, have you been have you watched any college hockey this past year, and what was your overall thoughts on the season? Yeah, I tried to catch as many Duluth games as I could, you know, both um, men's and women's, and I thought that it was super fun to watch, especially both of them making huge tournament runs. Um, but yeah. Yeah, and I have to ask you, what were your thoughts on Minnesota Duluth making the Frozen Four for the first time in uh, 10 years, I feel like, which is crazy to think about. I know. It was super cool to see that uh, Northeastern game was so fun to watch. 
and just to see them like knocking on that door is super cool and then hopefully we can break that door down in the next couple of years and win a national championship. Yeah, and did you notice anything from that game that you think you could add to the team to help break the door, especially beating a team like Northeastern, who's obviously a top five team in the country? Yeah, I mean, I definitely noticed that they just never took their foot off the pedal. And I definitely, um, we did that in high school as well, and we tried to do that. And um, that's my plan to just go, go, go and play the full game, you know. Now, something that was introduced to college hockey this past year was three and three overtime. Now, I know there was no three and three overtime in high school hockey this past year. So how do you plan to adapt to the new overtime uh, format? And how do you plan? Does that change your, I guess, approach uh, during those overtime situations when you're a part of them? Yeah, when it comes to three on three, it's a lot about possession and uh, taking quality shots and, you know, making plays using that space because you don't want to take a shot and have it miss the net and then give the other team a breakaway. So definitely um, possession and, and uh, yeah, using that space, making those plays for sure. Now, what do you think will be the biggest adjustment you have to make to college hockey? Uh, definitely heard from other girls that the play is super physical uh, coming from high school hockey. So just making sure I'm you know, just as strong as the other girls and I can hold my own weight, you know, and uh, keeping up with the pace as well. Yeah, no, especially the speed of the game. That's something that I hear all the time is, and every time you first, everyone plays their first college hockey game, the first thing they notice is like the speed of the game. Is that something you notice when you first transition to high school hockey and are you going to try to use that experience heading into college? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it was a little bit of an adjustment, but it helped to have good leaders and I'm looking forward to having some good leaders as well to kind of break me into the game. Now you're mentioning about the physicality and obviously the WCHA is one of the more physical leagues in women's college hockey. I just want to ask you what's your thoughts on that physicality and how do you plan to add to your game? Are you going to try to add physicality to your game heading into next year? Yeah, I think it's great. Um, the, the physicality and the level of the physicality in the WCHA. Uh, it's just another aspect to the game that that's super important. And um, yeah. Now you're talking about how you're trying to be stronger uh, heading into college hockey, but what other training have you done this off season preparing for next year? I train every morning at uh, Fast Athletics with some of my former teammates like Rory Gilday and Bryn Dulac and Kaylee Crawford. So that's super fun and they really push me to be the best player I can be and we push each other. So yeah, it's super fun and it's made us stronger athletes over the past three years. Now, what are some of your goals and expectations uh, heading into next year uh, with Duluth? I would say one of my biggest goals is just to control what I can control. So that would be my attitude and my effort, you know, going out there every practice, every lift, giving my 100% effort no matter what, and always keeping that positive attitude. And uh, yeah. Now I wanna start off talking about the beginning of your hockey career and working all the way up to where you are now, heading into college hockey. So you're from Minnesota. Just talk about growing up there and how'd you start playing hockey? Yeah, hockey's a big thing in Minnesota. I, I think the first time I ever put on skates was when I was one and a half. So 
it's definitely been a big thing in my family as well. We have a rink in my backyard that my dad and a family friend have built for the past 17 years. And uh, my brother played, and so he was definitely a big, big uh, influence on me playing and stuff. And yeah, then having so many opportunities to play with such skilled athletes growing up, even when I was super young, I played with in the um, mites with the boys. And then once I hit U10s, I played with the girls. But, you know, playing with Rory and playing with Maggie Nicholson and Lacey Martin and all those girls was, was definitely um, super fun and also made me the player I am today. So. Yeah, and you're mentioning how your family had an outdoor rink. Uh, do you have any funny stories about any battles with your siblings um, in that outdoor rink? Because that's something that I remember uh, whenever I got the opportunity to skate outside in the lake close to my house back in the day. Oh, yeah, I definitely remember when my brother would have his, his buddies out on the rink. And, you know, they're all 10 years older than me. And I'd go out there in my skates and in, uh, with my stick and my gloves, and I'd just He'd play my game, you know, and uh, he didn't, they, they loved it, you know, but yeah, it was definitely some good times. Yeah. I feel like pond hockey, especially when you're younger, does help your development in a kind of a strange way because you're going against uh, players that are 10 years older. And then when you get in those situations in 10 years now, just ultimately you remember those times and helps your development um, heading into high school and beyond. For sure. For sure. Now, who was your favorite player growing up? I know you said you were, you try to model your game after Lee Steckline. Was that uh, your favorite player growing up, or was it someone else, either in the NHL or just in women's hockey in general? Uh, my favorite player was actually probably my brother. He he was someone I always looked up to and always will look up to. Uh, I got to see him lead his high school team, lead the Minnetonka boys team to a semifinal uh, finish one of the years and then I got to watch him as he went on to play juniors in Aberdeen and eventually D1 at Air Force Academy so yeah super fun to watch him I learned a lot from going to all the games and in hindsight uh, definitely helped me to be who I am today and it challenged my game and motivated me for sure. It's incredible. Have you gotten the chance to, what's the Air Force Academy like? I've never been there before, but all the pictures I've seen, it looks like a really cool spot and the hockey team there is really good as well. Yeah, it's gorgeous in Colorado Springs. It's definitely a different college experience um, and different than what I'm going to have, but yeah, it's, it's super cool. It would be cool if they had a women's team for sure. Yeah, definitely. Has your brother given you like any advice heading into college hockey uh, during your recruitment process or just during your senior year? Yeah, he's always been there for me. He's a he's one of my biggest supporters and one of my biggest fans. You know, he always texts me after the games and tells me what I did well and what I could have done better or um, stuff like that. So for sure. Now, before uh, Duluth, you played for your high school in Minnetonka. Just talk about that experience there and what does it mean to you today? Yeah, playing uh, high school hockey there was uh, very influential in my game. And even growing up, uh, the girls on the high school team were, were players like Rachel Ramsey, um, Sid Morin, you know, Sydney Rossman, Amy Peterson, Preston Norby, Kippen Keller, all those girls. So it was definitely super cool to see them. And 
uh, see them go off and play D1 as well. And then playing when I played my sophomore year, playing with players like I said before, Maggie Nicholson, Lacey Martin, Kaylee, and Brandon Rory and all of them, they really, the practices are competitive, super competitive, and we really challenge each other and push each other. So, uh, yeah, super fun. Yeah, and I had Lacey Martin on the podcast a couple of months ago, and she was telling me, like, as a kid in Minnetonka, you grew up idolizing those girls on the hockey team. Uh, did you idolize those players, and how cool was it for yourself to finally put on that Minnetonka jersey for the first time after growing up uh, watching those players play? Yeah, I definitely idolized those players. Uh, to finally get to that stage and to put that jersey on was super cool. And I was like, wow, like uh, now I'm them. And now there's little girls that are looking up to me. So it was definitely super cool. Now I'm not from Minnesota. So just talk about the Minnesota high school hockey scene and just what's it like being a player in that atmosphere. I've seen the YouTube clips of the XL Center during the state championship. And it's pretty incredible to me to see how you guys in the state of Minnesota fill up an entire NHL arena for a high school hockey game. Uh, you'll just never see that. Uh, where I'm from. Yeah, the state tournament is super cool. I think one of my uh, coolest memories from the state tournament was when my junior year, the semifinal against Andover, I think that was probably the most fans I've ever played in front of. So that was super fun. And then we always get a lot of fans to our section final games and the section championships. So that's always uh, super fun. And to to play in front of that atmosphere is just a different experience than you would get anywhere else. And to have that many people care about uh, high school hockey and girls high school hockey is just amazing. So it's a now, great place to grow up in. Yeah, and how do you like handle the nerves of being in uh, that atmosphere, especially as a young kid, you know, you never really played in front of that type of crowd. So how do you like handle that, especially the first time stepping on the ice? Because I feel like there's just a lot of emotions going on. Yeah, definitely get a little a little bit of the butterflies in your stomach. But uh, for me, once I stepped out on the ice, they kind of all go away. And I just know that I just got to play my game and remember to have fun, too. And just remember that it's a game and that I play it for fun. But um, also just to uh, give my give my all and leave everything out on the ice. And the student sections, I think, at the uh, state tournament are the, one of the best parts of it, in my opinion. What's the best uh, chant from this, your student section at Minnetonka? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. I like, um, I think a, a funny one is always when it's toward the end of the game and they chant, pack the buses. I think that's always pretty funny. That's a great one. And another thing I've noticed about the Minnesota high school hockey scene is the all-hair team. Now, I'm asking you this question because I've never seen a girls hockey player make that all-hair team. I think there was only one player that did a couple of years ago. Uh, why is that? And do you think uh, more girls should make uh, the all-hockey hair team in your opinion? I think it's because the guys are more daring with their hairstyles for sure. Um, I don't think girls are as willing to you know, shave a mullet into their head. So, um, yeah, I, there's definitely some good hockey hair out there on the on the girls' side, but I think most of the eyes are focused on the guys just because they do crazy stuff. 
I think it's all in the flip because I think the flip really sells it a lot. Yeah. And I feel like if that a girls well. hockey player, like when the intros happen, just did a hair flip, I honestly think they could make the hair team. I think, I don't know. That's just my opinion. I'm not yeah. from Minnesota, so maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but that's just what I feel like might work. Yeah. The guys are more confident in their hair flips for sure. Who do you think uh, would, uh, from your team would have made the all hockey hair team in your opinion? Uh, um, I'd say Maggie Nicholson's got some pretty good flow. Nice, nice. Yeah. Now, when you were with uh, Minnetonka in the past uh, couple of years, uh, your team had a lot of success. Just talk about what it was like playing in that winning culture and how did that help your hockey development heading into college? Yeah, I kind of touched on this earlier, but our practices were super competitive. Um, playing with those, those high-caliber athletes uh, definitely prepared me for college and then also playing in the state tournament and in those section championships in that atmosphere and uh, in such intense games as well uh, definitely prepared me and yeah. Now this past year was obviously a little bit different because of the pandemic. Uh, what were some of the challenges you had to face and how'd you overcome those challenges uh, playing hockey in a global pandemic? Yeah, it was definitely weird because we started training and then we had to pause for a while and we uh, did our workouts over Zoom, which was an adjustment. So I was working out in my room and watching my teammates on the screen uh, and it was super weird. And then not being able to skate much uh, when the rinks were closed was was different. But I also adapted by um, shooting in my backyard and uh, you know, creating that space for me to improve my game off the ice in my own backyard. And then once when it came to the season and once we started, we obviously had to wear masks when we played, which was difficult at first, but we got used to it. And and then once we started playing, we were just we were just lucky we were able to play and able to be with each other. And yeah. Yeah, and academically as well, that might have been an adjustment just doing school online. I know for myself, uh, going to college, it was not really, it was an adjustment, obviously, but it was like everyone had to adjust to it just because, you know, this was something I was going to have to do in my first year of college. However, I feel a little bit bad for your uh, seniors this past year because you're used to doing in-person learning in high school for three years, and then all of a sudden you have to adapt uh, your senior year to learning online. How did you like adjust to uh, just the whole learning environment uh, being a senior in high school uh, and doing stuff, classes online and doing that hybrid model? It was very weird at first to be all online and to just wake up and open my computer and then be in class. Um, that was definitely an adjustment. And then not being able to see some of my friends who I would see at school normally every day was was tough. But once we started the hockey season, it definitely helped. And we were just, like I said, we were just happy to be able to play hockey together. And then uh, after the season, we ended up being able to go back in school, which was very nice. And then we got to um, do some of those end of year festivities like prom and we had a normal graduation and all of that. So it was super nice to have a pretty normal end of the year and a normal lacrosse season for the most part as well. So, yeah. Well, that's good to hear because I know a lot of seniors um, uh, a couple of years ago or this past year didn't really get to have a prom or gra normal graduation. So that's good uh, that you guys got to have that because it was well-earned. Yeah, definitely. Now, how'd you deal with the Zoom breakout rooms? I like to ask this question because that's something that I had to adjust to the most. Uh, 
learning online is doing with those breakout rooms. And I feel like for yourself, it must've been a little bit easier because you actually know a lot of your kids that go to your school, but for a lot of college kids, uh, especially freshmen, they didn't know anyone in their classes. So super awkward going in those breakout rooms and trying to get a discussion going. Yeah, it's pretty awkward. I mean, we have a class of 870 or so. So there's some kids who I have no clue who they are, but uh for the most i know i know most of the people so once we would get into that, those breakout rooms it would be silent at first but i would usually be the one to be like hey guys and just yeah. break the ice and then it would be fine from that from there on but uh definitely super awkward yeah definitely graduation must have been weird because was there any people's names that got called and you're like i've never seen this person at all oh yeah uh, <laughs> a lot more like half of them probably that's crazy because I my class was like 300 people and it's just crazy to think about like I knew pretty much everyone there was obviously still a few people that I'd never heard of until graduation so I just think that's crazy that like you don't even know who half your class is. Yeah for sure. Now obviously this year just talk about that your senior year being a leader on the team and just uh, making it all the way to the state championship and winning third place. Yeah this year was a lot of fun. I got to co-captain with some of my best friends and then as well um, as some other seniors on the team that are also some of my best friends. So it was super fun to finally all be on the same team together. And then we had some young talent as well, um, which was very fun to to kind of break into the program and lead them and be their big sisters in a way. Um, and yeah, we had a we had a fun season. We had some successes, and then we had some challenges as well. But uh, yeah, yeah. Just talk about those young players, and what was it like seeing their development from the beginning of the year to the end of the year? Yeah, it was fun to see them kind of break out of their shell uh, in the locker room, especially in the beginning of the year. Us seniors would be like the only ones dancing and stuff, and then towards the end of the year, they would they would kind of get up and then be less awkward than they were in the beginning of the year. And then uh, they just got more talkative as well. And their games improved along with that. So it was super fun to see uh, that. Yeah. And I know that recruiting has opened up for the class of 2023. Is there any players to look out for from Minnetonka that could uh, commit to college hockey uh, this upcoming season, I guess? Yeah, definitely from my team. Uh, Grace Sidura is one to look out for. She's yeah. one of my close friends as well, and I train with her uh, in the mornings too. So, What makes her game so special? Uh, she's super shifty, and she's very crafty. She's uh, one of the most creative forwards that I've seen, and she also just has a raw love for the game, which is super cool to see. And, and uh, yeah, she definitely has a bright future if she keeps along with it. Now, I want to end off just talking about your high school hockey career, just talking about your favorite memory you've ever had with Minnetonka. I know you said that section final with Andover, but if there's anything that you forgot to mention, just just talk about some of your favorite memories you've ever had with Minnetonka. My sophomore year, we we did a road trip up to War Road and Roseau and played them. And that was those were our first two games. And that was like my first experience with the team so that was super fun to like stay in a hotel with them and um, I was actually roommates with Kaylee Langfels and so that was super fun and she kind of took me 
under her wing, which was cool. And then um, definitely all the section finals, the atmosphere is just unmatched. And especially this year, uh, being able to win that title at home was, was super cool. Yeah, definitely. And obviously, I'm not I'm not from Minnesota, like I said, but I think Minnetonka's jerseys are like the coolest jerseys ever. Uh, do you what should, do you think you guys have the best jerseys? I know you're probably very biased on that, but I think the blue looks fantastic. Yeah, I think we have a pretty good style with the with the blue gear as well. Yeah, I know, especially when you guys go against like a Dinah. I know you guys are big rivals, but that green and blue really mesh together, and it's a great viewing experience if you're just looking at the jerseys. In my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Now, I want to ask you about some of your teammates uh, you got to play with. The first one is Lacey Martin, like you just mentioned. Uh, what was she like as a teammate, both on and off the ice? And just talk about the offensive ability she brought to Minnetonka uh, in the three years you got to play with her. Yeah, playing against her in practice definitely pushed me, um, you know, not letting her score. And, and those one-on-one -on -one drills were a challenge against her, but they uh, they improved my defensive ability um, for sure. And then off the ice, she's one of my really good friends. She's just a fun person to be around. Um, and yeah, she's a good teammate. You also got to play with Lisa LaRoche, who in my opinion is one of the most underrated um, high school hockey players that have come out of Minnetonka. What was she like as a teammate, both on and off the ice? Yeah, she was a jokester. She always had a uh, good intensity. Um, a good balance in practice and then off the ice she is one of the funniest people I know and yeah she's kind of just always having a good time. Now the last teammate I want to ask you about is Rory Goudet. Uh, what was she like as a teammate both on and off the ice and just talk about being her classmate as well and being defensive partners at times. Rory is one of my uh, closest friends and it was super fun to finally play together this year. We got to be D partners and yeah, she's just an awesome player and awesome person and, um, you know, playing with each other, uh, really, we, uh, got to like challenge each other and, and also joke around with each other and have fun both on and off the ice. So that was, that was a fun experience this year. Now, if Duluth goes against Cornell at any point in your college hockey career, how awesome will that game be and how, awful will that game be going against uh, your best friend on the other end yeah it'll be fun to play against uh both Rory and Bryn since she's she'll be a goalie there but um it would be cool to play against them now we're now in a segment I like to call the non-hockey segment we're asking some non-hockey questions just to get to know you a little bit off the ice um, my first question to you is if there was a movie made about your life uh, who would you want to play yourself probably Scarlett Johansson I don't know why. I just I like her as an actress, and um, my uncle told me I looked like her once. That's awesome. And obviously, you're going to see the new uh, Black Widow movie coming out soon. Uh, I know I've been seeing ads about it. I haven't been really watching a lot of movies lately. I've been very invested in school and work, but I don't know if you're into that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm planning on going with uh, Rory and Kaylee and Bryn on Sunday, actually. Oh, that's awesome. Well, enjoy the movie, and I hope you have a good time. Now. Thanks. What is the most interesting thing you've seen or read this week? Most interesting thing I've seen or read this week was probably 
um, the graphic about how the women's softball World Series got more viewers than the men's. I thought that was super cool. Yeah, that was my same answer. And uh, I think that's really awesome <laughs> for women's sports. If you put, put it out there, uh, people will watch. And I hope they do the same thing for women's college hockey as well. Yeah, exactly. Now, what is something you wished more people knew about yourself besides being a good hockey player? Um, outside of hockey, I, I really like to play the guitar. Uh, and I'm super into music. So that's something. Nice, nice. What's your favorite song to play on the guitar? I see you have a lot of records uh, behind you in your background. I don't have a, I don't think I have a favorite, but I like to play uh, Fleetwood Mac songs are super fun to play and some John Mayer. Nice, nice. John Mayer is really good. And everyone that I know plays the guitar loves playing his music. Is it like hard to learn or do you have to kind of, is it like a good song? Are they good songs to learn uh, as a beginner playing the guitar? I wouldn't say they're good songs to learn as a beginner since he's uh, probably one of the best guitarists, but there's different versions that you can learn that aren't as hard as the way he plays. So, yeah. Now, are you more of an electric guitar fan, bass guitar fan, acoustic? What's your go-to? Um, I have all three, but my favorite is probably just the classic electric guitar. It's nice. super fun to play. That's awesome. No, I, I, I have an acoustic guitar and I've trying to teach myself uh, in the past couple of months, but it's really hard, especially with like the frets, they make your fingers like bleed. I don't know if you had the same experience, but it's really tough to kind of build up that tenacity, I guess, uh, with your fingers learning the frets. Yeah, I, I definitely have calluses on my fingers from playing the guitar, but um, you just gotta stick with it. It's kind of discouraging at times, but it's worth it in the end. Nice. Now going off uh, the guitar discussion, what music do you like to listen to? Is it like old rock or do you like listening to um, new stuff as well? I like, I like everything, to be honest. I like some old stuff and I like, you know, new stuff as well, like pop and, and yeah. Now, what is one concert I guess you want to see in the future after things start opening up, which they're kind of already doing? Hmm, I think it would be really cool to see Dua Lipa in concert. She's pretty big right now. Yeah, and obviously she had the Grammy performance that everyone was talking about, so that would be a really cool concert to see in person. Yeah, it would be very cool. What's the first concert you've okay. ever been to? My first concert, I think it was Miley Cyrus back in her day when she sang like The Climb and stuff like that. Uh, I think was, that was my first concert. Was it a good show? Yeah, I was I was pretty young, so I don't remember it super well, but yeah. Yeah, that's good to hear. My first concert, I was like 14, I think, so I was still kind of young, but I got I got to appreciate it a little bit, which I think is good. Yeah. Now, what is, if you had the world's attention for 30 seconds, uh, what would you say and why? I would say be kind in that you never know like what someone else is going through or what's going on in their life. And all you can do is control your attitude towards others and to just um, be kind and spread positivity wherever you can. That's a good message for everyone listening, not just hockey fans as well. So I, I agree with you on that. Now, what is your biggest pet peeve? I'm not really super picky when it comes to that stuff but i don't really like messy people i keep my room 
pretty tidy and my space in general pretty tidy so I'd probably just say messy people yeah no I I agree I have to keep my stuff just organized or else I'll, my OCD goes crazy so that's why I'm like kind of a more neater person than other people I don't understand how someone can just leave, leave stuff around the room and just not have it bother them yeah exactly now who is the funniest teammate you've ever had with uh, Minnetonka Funniest teammate, I would say Sammy Kittleson was another senior this year and one of my um, best, but she is hilarious. Now, obviously, you had the best style on the team, but besides yourself, uh, who had the best style at Minnetonka? Uh, I'd have to give that one to Bryn Dulac. She's got some pretty good style. Now, final non-hockey question is... Who was the best trash talker on uh, Minnetonka women, girls hockey team? Best trash talker. Um, Lisa LaRoche is a pretty good trash talker. And then this year, uh, Rory had some good jabs at people every once in a while. That's good. That's good. I'm not a trash talker myself, so I'm always curious to hear uh, how other people do it because I was always just quiet on the ice. I don't know about yourself. Yeah, same. Now, back to some hockey questions now. My first one to you is, what should be done to help grow women's hockey, in your opinion? I know you were just mentioning uh, the softball ratings. Is there anything that women's hockey can do to help uh, make those ratings better and have more eyes on the sport? Yeah, just continue to break down those barriers um, and stand up for, you know, what's what's right and encourage that that younger generation of girls to do the same thing. And, um, yeah just to get get some of the games on some bigger platforms for sure and and um, try and get more people to follow the game because it's super fun to watch. Yeah, definitely. Now, what advice would you give a younger player who's trying to pursue a Division I college hockey scholarship? I would say, just like I said earlier, control what you can control. So always, if a coach is coming to watch you, and it's a little nerve-wracking sometimes, but just go out there, give your 100% and uh, um, keep a good attitude. And yeah, don't forget to have fun along the way. That's a big part of the game. And after all, it is just a game. So, um, but yeah, try your hardest and keep a positive attitude. What message will you give uh, the Minnesota Duluth women's hockey fans that are listening to this podcast right now? Uh, just any message you want to give them? Um, I'm super excited to be joining the team next year <clears throat> and I hope we can bring home a national championship in the next few years. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Do you have any shout outs you'd like to give to any of your teammates, future teammates, former teammates, or just any of your friends and family in general? I'll give a shout out to, to Rory, Bryn, and Kaylee. I already kind of gave them a shout out, but yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Hannah. I really appreciate it. I wish you all the best in this off season. Take care, stay safe. And I just want to let you know that uh, you're a great hockey player and an even better person. And I look forward to watching you play with Duluth uh, next year. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you to everyone who listened to today's episode. I really appreciate it and it means a lot to me. Make sure you follow our social media accounts and I'll see you guys next time with another great episode. But until then, take care everyone and have a great day. Bye.
I've been trying hard to keep my cool But when you're near, there's nothing that I can do When you're walking in, I know it's true I, it doesn't even matter how hard I try Cause when